Hello foodies and welcome to episode 6 of the Breaking Bread podcast. Hope you're all are well. Last week of January, always a quiet month, strange long kind of month for the hospitality industry really January. This year doesn't seem too bad. I've been trying to keep getting out and about and trying different places. I've got a list that I'm trying to get through. One of them places was Lewis's of Mosley. I went and checked there out yesterday morning. Had myself a nice breakfast. It was good. It was very good. It was mad busy, so they must be doing something right. While I was there, I thought I'd check out Mosley Farmer's Market. Always a sucker for a good market. Stocked up on some Pip's Hot Sauce. She actually uh, let me try a new sauce, Licking Chicken. It was delicious. Uh, actually in talks with, minute with Pip about coming on the podcast. Love to have her on the podcast. Also checked out the good folks over at um, the Happy Gut Huts. Really nice people. Um, they do a great flavour kombucha really good to hear about their product and all its health benefits people obviously that i really want to get on the podcast as well i'd love to have them on um, and as i'm reading this uh, i'm thinking back to the delicious breakfast i had this morning over at juju's absolutely love juju's as you probably all well know go back and listen to my last episode with beatrice and julia from juju's to find out more about this amazing place can't say enough good about it back to today's episode something a little bit different this episode me and Carla we just had a little chat really about one of our favorite places to visit a place called King's Eve some of you might know it some not it's a place that's probably not always had the best of reputations but it's a place that's always held a little little charm for me I've always kind of liked it um, and it's a place that's really changing I don't know if you've been there lately but there's so many good places to eat and drink so me and Carl thought we'd just have a little chat about each of the places, let you all know what's going on in King's Eve and how it's changing. Maybe you'll listen to this and think, oh, I'd better go and check it out for myself. I hope you do. Chat cheers at the end. Hope you enjoy. Did you ever go to King's Eve much? All the time. Before? Before what? Well, it started off with Mosley. Yeah. Not as so much as a kid. I used to go up in the high street. Oddly enough, it was just something to do. You know, when you're just like, oh, should we go into Solly Hall? Just to piss around for the day, or go into town and go to the library. I know you. I know you don't know much about libraries, <laughs> <laughs> but you never much went to King's Eve. There wasn't really much reason for me to go to King's Eve when I was younger, to be honest. There wasn't much in King's Eve when we were kids. No. Um, however, it's quite close. It was handy from here because it used to be a bus that went straight from the bus stop there, straight to King's Eve. So instead of town or Salihull. Uh, we used to go shopping in King's Eve every Friday, especially in the school holidays. We go in and give my hand with the shopping. Yeah. Um, but excitement-wise, as a kid, <laughs> the, the... yeah, there's not much. For ch- I'd have to, even now, I wouldn't say it's great for children to go up for the day. No, but even mm. like for, for a kid who likes food, there wasn't much um, incentive to go and help. No, there was a McDonald's. It was probably the first McDonald's I ever seen. <laughs> But was never allowed into. <laughs> what we did used to do was there was uh, nowhere in shopses in next shops. to the church, next to the watersmiths, oh, yeah, the yeah, butchers. Yeah, yeah. If you went to the back of there, there was a, a cafe. 
So we used to have uh, sausage, chips and beans, and that was the highlight of our shopping trip to King's Eve. <laughs> wow. I think the as, dizzying heights of as we're going to talk today, um, it seems to have changed a bit. Oh, it's changed massively, hugely. Well, we'd go into... Like, we started... I know we'll probably do a podcast about Mosley one day, but yeah. that was the area we used to go out in. I, I used to always be in Mosley. As soon as it become a good place to go out, and then the only reason we'd ever go to King's Eve would be to go to the Hare and Hounds. Just jump in a taxi or just go to the Hare and Hounds, it's open later. Yeah, but the Hare and Hounds was probably a little bit different than what it is now. It was a lot less hipstery, but it looked the same. Oh, yeah, it's always looked the same. It was rather there, or you'd go up to the jug, one or the other. Yeah. No, not jug, yard. Yeah, I know what you meant, funny enough. Yeah, that's weird. I miss that place. No, it was the Jug, the jug of Vale, Yard of Vale. Yard of Vale, Jug of Vale. No, the Yard of is the one that under pub, the underground pub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Peaky Blinders Bar. Yeah. <laughs> God, I ain't been there for ages. Is that still there? Apparently so, I've not been in there. Fuck, oh, I ain't been there for years. Is there anything to do with the Saddlers? Look, I noticed Saddlers are brought out this um, Peaky Blinders beer and all that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, so... King's Eve seems to have turned into a bit of a foodie paradise, I think. Yeah, it's got not bad food. I'm more lean towards more the drinking <laughs> side of King's Eve. Because <laughs> I think it's got some cracking bars. We had our 12 pubs for Christmas there this year. Yeah, it's usually dig buff. Head up dig buff and go to a minimum of 12 pubs. This year we've done half King's Eve, half Mosley. Yeah, started at one end of King's Eve and walked all the way up. Unless you'd like me and you, we'd started in the middle and work back, and then work back up again. Yeah, only because we wanted food, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's that's something you probably wouldn't have done a few years ago in King's Eve either. No, I wouldn't have gone. Oh, let's get a nice brunch. Let's get a King's Eve. Yeah. Well, saying I have been going for a while for breakfast at um, Kitchen Garden Cafe. It's a place I've never tried. I haven't been for a little while now. I've Still do it's pop-up nights and stuff every now and then they do, but the actual breakfast used to be really good, especially the vegetarian breakfast that my partner used to get. Vegetarian breakfast? Vegetarian breakfast, yep. What was so good about it? Just the hash, like the onions on it. it was this red onion sort of hash thing that was just stunning. Oh, that... I used to get a side of it on my breakfast. Yeah, I was going to say, see, hash seems to be the big thing at the minute. Like, Well, if you fry anything, I was... <laughs> It's the rule of thumb, isn't it? If you fry it, it's instantly better. Is there a garden there? It sells, like, gardening stuff, so it's a shop, and that's just a cafe in the shop. Ah. So you can go and get, like, plants and pots and... I don't know, any type of crap you buy for a garden. <laughs> garden stuff. Garden stuff, yeah. And it also... Does it, does it do evening meals, or...? It's like a cafe during the day, and then on the evening... They have, like, pop-ups every now and then. So I've been to a couple there where they get... You can hire the kitchen, basically, and go in and do an event there. And I went to one... Oh, it was a couple of years ago now. But it was quite good. It's a nice place. It's really nice inside, and especially on the evening when there's all candles and stuff, because it's quite... It's very wooden and nice-looking inside, and it's got a nice vibe about it. So it's a nice place to go. And it's always busy. It's talking of um, busy places. We went to Bloom. Oh, man. Bloom. Hasn't even been open that long, has it? It's not kind of past me. The first time I noticed it is they'd done an American pop-up for um, 
Thanksgiving, where they had like a, a they're normally closed in the evening, but they've done, I think it was like a six course American dinner. Oh. And it, it looked banging, but it's one of them things that came around and I didn't book and it kind of escaped us. But. Yeah, no, I think I'd seen pictures on Instagram or something after it. But yeah, I'd missed it coming up, to be honest. That would have been good. I've yeah. always been talking about cooking a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, same as that. It's something nobody ever does either. Like even like any of the American themed places you see that they never do them properly. No, I know one I'm friends with an American and she every Thanksgiving does do something. She's got like a little society of people where she knows other Americans that live in Birmingham and they get together and do a big Thanksgiving dinner. But I'd still like to cook my own one. And since I now have Snoop Dogg's cookbook and that's got a Thanksgiving dinner recipe in it for all the different parts. What's it called? I can't remember. From cook, crook to cook. Oh, yeah, he texts me, text me about it all the time. <laughs> From crook to cook, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I've cooked the mac and cheese out of it so far. You said your own's better, though. Yeah, I've got my own recipe for mac and cheese that I've put together over the years, and that's better. But it's got meat in it, so I couldn't put meat in this one, and this one happens to be vegetarian. All right. Because it was vegetarians where I was taking it for New Year's. It's nice. It's not as good as mine. In my opinion, I make the best mac and cheese out of anyone I've ever met. It's not something that really interests me, mac and cheese. I'm I'm not really into Italian food, but I thought until I went to obviously uh, Laggy's last week, where I had probably the best Italian food I've ever had. Oh, I was gonna say, I didn't go. The pictures looked awesome. I I, I love octopus at the minute. <laughs> Tell you, mate, octopus is the one. I've been saying it for years. Octopus linguine was it was just incredible. I'd love to get an octopus and cook one, but you got to go to the market to get one. They're quite intimidating. You'd have to watch a few YouTube videos. Yeah, I watched one the other day. It didn't look too hard, but I think I'd want it more in the summer, so it's barbecue season, so you can slow cook it in water for a bit with a load of herbs and citrus fruits in it. Take it out, get a crisp on it on the barbecue, and just chop it up. I reckon that'd be the best way to go about it. Yeah, it's a good idea. It sounds nice, nice and crispy. And I've got my pressure cooker now, so... Yeah, what's that like? Yeah. It's brilliant. I'm still learning how to use it properly, but I cooked pork belly that we put on the Instagram. Did I put it on the Instagram? No, I think I just sent it to you, didn't I? No, I did. Oh, you did put, yeah. oh, did put it on Instagram. Chinese one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pork belly was ridiculous. Just I cooked it for half an hour and it just fell apart. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it did look good. So basically, it's kind of like a reverse of a slow cooker. So it's, it's like sl- a super quick slow cooker because it seals it all in. Like steam can't, so when stuff cooks, water evaporates and it can't go anywhere, so it just increases the heat. So you get a slow cooker effect. But in half the time. Not even half the time. Something you'd take four hours in a slow cooker, you can do in 20 minutes. Nice. You've got a, the problem is you get excess water from it, so once you've done it, it's not ready. A lot of the time you have to set the meat out, then boil the sauce down, then put the meat back into it, depending on what you're cooking. But I did a red lentil ragu for tonight's dinner. It's just read my mind. I was just about to say, did you do tonight's dinner in that? <laughs> yeah. And it's perfect. It's like ready to go. If there's any left by the time I get home anyway. Did you do that curry the other night in it? What curry was that? Oh, the potato curry. No, yeah. I just, that was only like 15 minutes in a pan. That curry. Impressive. Tasted good. Yeah, it looked really good. good. Got a lot of love on the uh, Instagram anyway. Well, I'm trying to do at least one. Proper vegetarian meal a week at the moment. And I tend to maybe push it to one pescatarian, one vegetarian day. 
I don't know if I'm going to push to a vegan day, but... No vegan sausage rolls. I have had a vegan sausage roll. Have you? I, d- I heard that much about it, and I went to a Greg's to get a coffee, and they had two left, and I was like, right, I'll have one of them. And honestly, I I don't think it tasted that much different to a normal sausage roll. It just tasted a pastry and salt, which is all a normal sausage it's roll tastes of anyway. A, a normal Greg's sausage roll isn't something that special anyway, so... If you... No. Well, everyone's kicking off about it, like they've stopped selling... Normal one. If they'd stopped selling the normal one and was only selling the vegetarian one, I'd understand why people are annoyed. But they're still selling the normal one. Yeah, I find it all weird. It doesn't bother me in the slightest, and I don't really have much of an opinion on it. The only thing I do find weird is, like, I'm definitely not a vegan or a vegetarian, or never probably will be. But I don't understand if if you give up um, animal products. Do you really want your replacement to still taste of animal? Yeah, it is a bit strange. It does taste like a sausage roll. I could imagine it just being like the stuffing. You can get stuffing that's vegetarian and it still just tastes like normal stuffing. I bet it's... I grew up on just sage and onion Paxo stuffing. I'd imagine that's what it tastes like. Because the normal sausage rolls mainly taste of sage anyway, don't they? But also, I don't understand. Like, If I was a vegan for... Not health reasons, but for like having a problem with animal rights and stuff. Greg still probably kill a lot of animals to make their other sausage rolls, their other sausage and bean melts. Yeah. So why would I? Why would I choose to then go? It's it's crazy. Like I know in America they do like vegan meals at McDonald's and stuff. And I think it's just to cater for people. And to be honest, it's got them a lot of press. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. We're talking about it now. Yeah. You've got that. Um, we're on a podcast, so I'll refer to him by his actual name, Piers Morgan, who the less said about him, the better. But it's got him tweeting about it every five seconds. I think he tweeted something the other day, like it's got more calories than a cheeseburger from McDonald's. It's It's got a lot of calories in it. It's going to do because... It's pastry. It's still the, bad. The, the fat content's still there. Obviously, it must come from some kind of um, vegetable oil or sunflower oil or something. But the fat content's still there. <laughs> Yeah, it's still going to be bad for you. Oh, it's not going to be great. No, I didn't finish it, put it that way. No? No, but I wouldn't finish normal. I don't really like sausage rolls. Unless they're good sausage rolls. They've got to be good sausage rolls, yeah. yeah. ones are crap anyway. I don't want everyone's bothered. Yeah. No, I'm not fussed. I don't rush there for anything. To the coffee is all right. It's cheap. No. I used to like the pizza slices back in the day when they were just half a baguette. Yeah, that was the one. They've changed was. them now. They're actual just pizza slices. Yeah, I'm not fond, not fond of anything there, to be honest. No, it's not the place to eat. I wonder if it's got worse or we've just discovered better. So we just... I don't know. what it is. Something like that, probably. I always think that. I'm not sure. No. I think we are used to more better food because, like, curry houses now, once you start getting to really good curry houses, you can't go back to the ones you used to eat at. Because they're just, you taste them, you like that. I remember eating the frozen ones <laughs> in the microwave, yeah, whack them in, yeah, yeah, when I, I got home that. from college, like whack them in the microwave. And I was more than happy with them, but you you couldn't pay me to have one of them now. No, they sell frozen ones in the Baldwin supermarket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The freezer That's what I'm talking about. Pick a couple of them and just eat them. Yeah, when I was in college, and it, it, that's all I wanted, <laughs> something like that. Just get home from playing football or something after college, get in. Get this in the microwave, and away I go. I was happy with Larry. Mm. <laughs> no, you, not a chance. <laughs> no, not with the just eat up anyway. <laughs> away. I mean, it's that Italian up the roads um, on just eat. 
Or Al Fresco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. We were going to get the takeaway on Saturday, but we just got too, we got too lazy to order takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> That's really lazy. But in fairness, because I was playing rugby as well, I, I had something down the club, so I didn't really feel like eating loads of them when I got home then. Uh, so. yeah. I was starving after the game, so I had nice healthy uh, food down the rugby club. I can imagine. Fried egg, chips. Beans and sausage. That's <laughs> what the professionals eat after a game, isn't I'd it? I'd imagine, yeah, yeah. I can see them at Twickenham now lined up for their eggs. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, somehow we've gone miles away from King's Eve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. King's Eve sort of drifted away, hasn't it? Yeah, it's not yeah. King's Eve is full. That's our fault. Yeah, that, that's our fault, definitely. <laughs> I'm Greg's. That vegan sausage roll. Vegan Controversial, sausage no matter roll. what happens. It's worse than the Christmas market. Oh man, don't get me started again on that. Obviously, you can't see what's just happened. Carl's nearly just choked on his tea. Yeah, that's because it's a litre cup of tea. <laughs> and where do you get these cups from? Friends episode. <laughs> They're insane. If we were talking about blooms, we were, we had. Um, oh, bloom! Oh, you had the so... weirdest coffee I've ever seen. Yeah, that was not. What was it called again? Like a pour slow, over, pour, pour over, over coffee. coffee. It was nice. Oh, it looked great. It tasted nice, actually. Yeah, mm, there was an actual. There was way too much science involved for me, like. But yeah, I think it was way too much effort for what you actually get. Yeah, but it was nice. I, I was, didn't have to go to the effort, so it didn't bother me. I just sat there and waited for it. I don't know why we moaning. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked like a lot of work went into making a cup of coffee that was a nice, different tasting cup of coffee, like a clean tasting cup of coffee. It's nice he went. They went through the effort, like they go through that little bit of effort to make it stand out. I've like, never seen it before, so no, I hadn't actually. I'd heard of it. I'd never seen it. It's like a what do we like a coffee consomme? Is how we described it, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it actually. Yeah, yeah. Like quite clear. And... I think he said what did he say? Double filtered or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I watched him make it. It was interesting to watch. Oh, it was great to watch. Yeah, I think I had uh, just a normal, usual flat white. Flat whites, the way forward, man. Good coffee. I mean, it's crazy to think like years ago you wouldn't get decent coffee in Birmingham. Now, now I could tell you maybe five, ten off the top of my yeah, head. It's crazy the amount of coffee you can get. It's like that. Did you see the queue for that Hortons that opened? No. T- Tim Horton, is it? The chain, just another chain coffee shop opened in town. And the queue was Mars. It's not far from um, York's and uh, Tiger Bites Pig. Oh, right. And there, were queuing, there was like a queue there for three days. There was a queue the night before it opened. And I was oh. thinking, if you just turn around, people at the back of the queue especially, you probably oh, need... Oh, the Canadian place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they were yeah, probably yeah. nearly at Faculty Coffee. coffee. They could have just turned around and went uh, there. Yeah. Or um, York's. Go York's. Yeah. They've got nice coffee there. It's nice there. I could t- tell you three or four places within walking distance to there. Just go there. <laughs> don't queue. Yeah, I don't understand. What's the buzz about this place? I don't know. It's about the donuts, but the donuts don't look that good. You remember when Krispy Kremes came out in this country? Yeah. It was Ace. They were giving them away everywhere. Do you still like Krispy Kreme? I don't. I'm, you know me. I'm not huge. I like sweet stuff, but I'm not huge on it. But they, they do taste nice. The problem is when you go in, like, whenever you're going to get one, they give you one while you're waiting for one. <laughs> and I only wanted one. So I go in and have my free one, then I walk out with one, and I'm like... I don't want this. Hold on, hold on. Nobody's going for one. No, I'm not that interested. Oh, I've got to have at least three. Three? No, it's too many for me. But I tell you what, it's just, I like the um, the Reese's one. 
that's that's something special. But the uh, the original Christ. Yeah, that's the only one I yeah. ever get when I go there. Yeah, I, I I like donuts. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we had the the homemade ones at um, Laggies. Laggies do their own ones. They were good. Do they um, do cronuts? No. Have you tried a cronut? No, I haven't actually. I bet I'd like it though. Mate, they're so nice. Yeah, I'd imagine I'd like that. They look like... I looked into how you make them though, thinking, you know what? You can get them hardly anywhere, so I'm going to make one. And I looked into how you make it, and it's so much... It takes like three days. Yeah, why would you think it was easy though? Well, I thought it was easy, but it's only baking, isn't it? But three days to make a fucking donut, which, to be fair, tastes amazing. But I can't, I can't remember who it is now. But one of the street food dudes um, done a cronut burger. Wow, that's my kind of sweet. And no, I'd love that. that. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't Stick mind some maple syrup on there and a bit of bacon. See, we've had this discussion about breakfast. <laughs> and don't fly in with me. Maple syrup don't go anywhere near bacon. Oh, God. Maple syrup was invented for bacon. Can't be stuff that sweet in the morning. Possibly brunch, but not. No way in the morning. Oh, yeah. Jam versus custard as well. Shout out to them. Best donuts around by far. I haven't had one. Unbelievable. Jaffa cake donut. Are they? Are they the custard factory? Yeah, they just go around and about. You're thinking of medicine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, medicine's good as well. We need to be careful because we're going to do half a dig buffet. Right? I know, we've moved back to town. <laughs> we, keep, we keep getting pushed away from we're like, things. We're like the 50 every three minutes we're into town. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, like there's not enough. We've got loads of notes about King's Eve. There's loads of places to go. We, we still, still haven't finished Bloom. Yeah, the first place we're talking about. We're still <laughs> talking about fucking Greg's and donuts. <laughs> right, Bloom. We had the duck hash that came on sweet potato. And like a gravy made from duck, yeah, shredded broth. Duck and it was broth. Oh man, for it didn't taste like brunch, but it tasted that good. I didn't care what time of the day it was. I'd have eaten it, eat, eaten it, eaten <laughs> it any time of the day. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And everyone else's food looked awesome as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were sharing a table. It's the type of place you rock up and you just share tables with people. And then what did they all have there? Like beans on toast, but it was like homemade beans. And... Yeah, everything looked good. I wanted to try everything. Wow, well, well, you I had did two try brunches, my brunches, didn't you? Well, I, I didn't have br- two brunches. I had uh, brunch, and then I had a brunch dessert. <laughs> yeah. So if, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. If you go onto their Instagram, go onto uh, Bloom King Seif's Instagram, you'll see a picture of a uh, uh, porridge that they did. I don't know if it's still on the menu. I think it might have been just before Christmas, but it looked very Christmassy. So yeah, it was very it? Christmassy. It was a eggnog. Um, it's like like gingerbread in it and stuff, wasn't it? Was it rice pudding? Eggnog rice pudding, wasn't it? Eggnog rice pudding with a with hazelnut puree. Porridge. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Eggnog porridge with a hazelnut puree, and then gin- little gingerbread men, little gingerbread stars. It's very sweet. It was lovely. Yeah, it did Proper taste Christmassy. Nice. It did look nice, taste nice. That's the thing, the food looks great as well as tasting great there. It's nice, and good I little had a spot. Bloody Mary, that was nice. Oh yeah, you went you went well, early. After my coffee, I thought, right. Well, we're out for a day of drinking, I thought, well, they serve alcohol, so I'm having a bloody mary. And I'm not too keen on them normally, but that was a really, really nice one. Bloom, fantastic. Definitely want to go again. Yeah, we'll be back. I'm definitely gonna keep an eye out for their pop ups as well. Yeah. 100%. The chef, whoever's doing the food there. 
pat on the back. Yeah, <laughs> could have had the whole menu. Twice. I mean, we both ordered the duck, but there was like three or four dishes, and we couldn't decide. And we still ended up ordering the same, the same thing. There must have been. I think there was pork on the menu as well, but we didn't. Yeah, especially me. I love pork. Mm. I think next time go for the pork. We'll definitely be back. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'd tell anyone. <laughs> Uh, if next King's Eve for brunch, that's it. It's the yeah. place to go. And um, next door to that is um, Maison Macy. Yeah, I've Just not a been there. Doors down. You've been to the one in Mosley, or yeah, I have been to the one in Mosley. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what... I haven't. I can't say too much. I know you go there a bit. I've only been there just for a sandwich. Yeah, the first time I've seen it, um, I think it was probably two thousand and fourteen. They happened to be on ITV's Best British Bakeries. And I think it was a daytime program. My sister told me about it. She was off on, I don't know what she was doing, but she was off work anyway and she's seen it and she told me about it. She knew I'd be into that. And I happened to notice that there was a bakery on there from um, King's Eve and they got a sister venue down in Mosley as well. So I had to go down and try that. We regularly go there now for the um, the croissants and the pastries, pan of chocolate. Some of the best in Birmingham, easily. That's um, the most detailed description of how I've heard anyone find a bakery ever. <laughs> if it's not something, because, I mean, if you think in Birmingham, like, how many years did you go there and there probably wasn't many bakeries? Like, but... They sort of, they're hidden as well. Like, they're on plain, they're in plain sight, but they don't stand out. So you, you could walk past it a million times and never yeah. notice it. I don't know if many other bakeries were around before. Maison seemed to start a kind of... A little bit of a bakery comeback, you know. It's one of them things like years ago, every shop, every row of shops had a bakery. Mm. And then they disappeared. People stopped using them. Tesco's, Sainsbury's came along. They all had their own bakeries. People stopped using And now it's come back again where people are like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm a bit more concerned about where my food comes from, what's in it. So I'm going to go back to my local bakery. And that's probably what I did in fairness. But yeah, so that, that really got me back into bakeries was Maison Macy. And I think um, there's a few about now. Obviously, we said about medicine. medicine. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I'm going to butcher the p- pronunciation of this, but is it Oriente? I don't know. In Dowland, like um, Chinese bakery, actually. Really? Yeah, I've been there. What? It's nice. Um, obviously, got Yorks. I think it goes side by side. You get the bakery and then the um, the coffee shop that goes with it. Yeah, they do great coffee and that as well. Um, probably the best thing there they do though is the um, the little pastries, tart de citron. Oh, I have to stop myself going there every week to get one. It's it's incredible. Sorry, that's my phone. That's all right. Naughty. I'll put it on silent. Joe Rogan doesn't put up with this. It does. It happens to him all the time, actually. <laughs> Joe Rogan's a, a wizard. Like, how does he do this live? Like, there's no editing. He just does this live. Well, like from start to finish, that's it. Yeah, it's a three hour long just chat with no editing. Like, and you never hear him. Like, um, uh, there's no coughing and splutter. Like, there's a bit of cough, but imagine the shit people would have to listen to if you just put out from start to finish. I don't know. <laughs> we just nobody would listen. <laughs> Let alone, I don't know how many millions of people he yeah, listens to. Like, oh, pricks talking about fucking Gregs. What are they talking about Gregs on this? Yeah, it was meant to be about King's Eve. <laughs> yeah, it's not about King's Eve. <laughs> it's not about Gregs and King's Eve. You know, We're diverted again. 
Yes, yeah, so and I was going to say, so obviously talking about bakeries, and another new one opened up in Kings Eve. I'd like to say October, November time, they had like a bit of a crowdfund, uh, Early Bird Bakery. I'm yet to get there. Uh, I meant to get there Saturday, but work things came up and I never got there. But I'm uh, currently drawing all their pictures on Instagram and I definitely will get round to trying it. It's uh, free bakers. That was car stomach. Yeah, if you might pick that up, that's my stomach. It's nearly dinner time. We are talking about food. Mm. <laughs> but I think... That, they're the kind of place where they've opened and they're doing bits and pieces that they're doing really well and then they're kind of expanding as they're going. So it's nice to, to start start small. I think it'd be nice to see where it gets to because it, it's impressive stuff and it, it's a welcome addition to the King's Eve foodie scene. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a scene that's growing for King's Eve. As I said, for me, King's Eve is more about boozers. Yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about... Um, and the bars. Yeah. Oh, where do I start? I've got a list of bars here that I like in King's Eve. And I think I'd be hard pushed to list this many bars in most areas, to be honest. Yeah. So obviously, like, you've got the Hare and Hounds, which is just a great bar. They have great bands on. Really good bands. I've been there to see a few bands. The last one I've seen was Video Sound Machine. They're really good. One of the best live bands around at the moment. It's probably it's probably one of the old, like only old looking pubs around as well now, isn't it? Yeah, it's not gone for this whole like because a lot of places they do this whole industrial, no effort yeah. industrial look that's took loads of effort to look that industrial. That they've just they're just cool. Like you go through that walk to the toilets and see the big heavy doors, and it's it's just cool. Yeah, it's proper old fashioned inside, but it's a great great place. And there's loads of new places opened up, like literally. I've got three bars on this list, and they're all new. Like, you've got the Duke, which we went to. Yeah, Duke was good. There. I went in there as well. It was good. And they do do pop-ups food. So the last, when we were there, they had Zindia. Yeah. There's a pop-up in there, the place in Mosley, to come down there to do some food. They've got a uh, ramen pop-up coming on. Oh, yeah. No. Is it Ramen Co? I don't I think, know. I think it is. I'm, I'll have to look it up, but I'm sure it's Ramen Ramen's Co. brilliant. I yeah. love Ramen. That, um, that's made me want to go there just for that. Yeah, yeah, that's that, worth it. I think it. that's a really good concept for a new bar because it it's not massive. You know, pubs are closing all the time. Mainly, I think. Well, it used to be used to be Cherry Reds, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. in town and one in Kings Eve. Yeah, it's just the one in town. A big shout out to Cherry Reds, which I think is one of the best bars in Birmingham. Yeah, I like Cherry Reds. Actually, it's a brilliant place. But I think a lot of these bigger pubs are closing down, maybe because. There's a big hunger to turn them into Tesco. They make good shops. They're very big, whereas this is nice little... Tiny little bar, little jukebox. It's cosy, yeah. There's a little bit of food in there. Good ale. The people, when I've been chatting to the bar staff, have always been really nice. They've got dig brew stuff. Yeah, I was going to say... The best beer around at the moment is dig brew. They seem to be keen on supporting the local breweries, which we have a few of them, so... yeah. Yeah, no, they're doing a great job. There's another great place, Hop and Scotch. That's another beer place. Is that open November time? Yeah, it's not. It's not been open long. I yeah. went in there the other week. That was nice. Really busy. Was the main focus like real ales? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's just the same as like Kilda and Craft that's open up in Shirley. and just it's, it's that type of bar that's opening up a lot now. Yeah, people like that. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not complaining. Is it busy? I, yeah, really busy. I could have stayed in there a while. Just That's the thing. When you go in a place like that, there's that many beers to try. You just want to stay there and try yeah. all of them. 
But no, that's really, really good for the drink. Um, somewhere I always go if I go into King's Eve. Now, we didn't go there because it wasn't the type of place we'd go on a big lads drinking tour, but Grace and James. I am a bit funny, but when you have lads who don't drink anything other than well, Carlin. half the lads are Carlin. <laughs> Carlin. Blues, which is fair enough. You like what you like. But I wouldn't take him to like a bar that specialises in organic and natural wines. That would be lost on them. <laughs> Copperberg be lost on them for us. Oh dear. No, but they do great wines. They're really knowledgeable about their stuff. They've got nice cheeses, got nice meats. I've tried pretty much all the food. Is there a bit of a deli there to it then or something? Sort of, yeah. So you can go in and you can still buy the cheeses. Like Christmas, they were doing hampers that you could go and pick up. I wanted to go and pick one up, but my mum had already got the cheese, so... And you were the king of cheese boards. And you have like four cheese boards over Christmas. Yeah, I literally had kick. I, I literally just had them for dinner just to try and get rid of them in the end. <laughs> I was a bit sick of them, but the uh, camembert with the... Uh, the my sister said, um, if you if you got a camembert, stick some of the um, red onion chutney on it at the end for the last couple of five minutes. Yeah, get that crystallised. And get them... Uh, you can get from Aldi now these uh, part-baked sourdough baguettes. So you can just have them in the cupboard for whenever you want. Oh, nice. But they're really nice. You had that with the uh, the hot camembert with the, the red onion. Oh. Is it, is it Christmas yet? <laughs> I know, yeah. I can't wait for Christmas. I'm buzzing. <laughs> but but no. No, uh, Grace and James is a place that I've been watching for a little while over social media. I think They're doing a great job there. Yeah. Really it's never like mega busy when i've been in there are they a couple times. or do you know what? yeah they seem to be yeah. i think on their insta they've just been on holiday somewhere i can't remember where Look far away <laughs> but now they're really like i've whenever i've chatted to the bar staff like the problem with the only issue i've got with grace and james is that when i go in i end up coming away with loads of stuff <laughs> like i'll be looking at the wine and be like oh that looks interesting and then ask about it and then i'll be like, all right i'll have that so the staff have a good knowledge of all the wines? Because how many yeah, wines, wines are there? So loads. Loads and loads. I mean, I didn't count them, but there was a few shelves. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to know. There was exactly 375 wines there, you know, Liam. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like... I got an orange wine from there last time I went there. Oh, did you? From Croatia, <laughs> in case that comes up. Did you want to tell us a bit about what orange wine is? Orange this wine. It is white <laughs> wine made in the way you make red wine. It was from Croatia in 2016. It tasted nice. I bet you could write a book about orange wine now. <laughs> no, it was really good. Like, I tried a few of that one. was like I bought a couple of bottles of that and took one to a party and everyone was buzzing on it. Yeah, my point wasn't trying to mug you off again. Um, it was just to kind of say, like... It must take a fair bit of training for the staff if they have staff in there. Like, I'm, I know from working in bars, it was hard sometimes to tell people about the four lockers we had on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you had a selection of like, I don't know, over a hundred wines, to train the staff to be able to like give out a bit of advice, be knowledgeable. Yeah, it's some doing it's good. It's impressive. Yeah, there's always a different... What I like about there is you can go in one week and then go in the next week and what the selection is by the glass is different. So if you go in sparsely like we do, like it'd be probably once a month or once every two months, there's always a different drink, so it's not the same. That, that's the one thing I was going to ask you about, Grace and Jam, because the picture you put up before, of, um, and it was like all of a sudden, my Instagram was full 
of this certain bottle of wine, the bottle of red or something, because it's only available some time of year. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know I'd never heard of it before. I've went thirty-three years without knowing what it is, and then all of a sudden, one day, and I think it was in November, my Instagram was full of this certain wine. Yeah, it's um, Beaujolais Nouveau. It's a festival they have in France, and it's quite a new wine. So they're, they're not old what, or aged wines. They just make them and then drink them, and they're fairly new. The alcohol content's not too strong, but it's a festival. It used to be huge, apparently. I was chatting to um, Chris Connolly about it, and he said back in like the 70s, it was a huge, huge festival, and people would go nuts for it. Like People would be crossing the channel to go and get these bottles because they're literally only sold for a couple of days. Yeah, so it's not like they're stored and kept and... No, like, there's no point. You've got to have them when they're made. It's a fresh wine. It's really nice. It's quite fruity. Is it white or red? Deep red, is it? Red. These are the only ones I've seen. There could be other colours, but all the ones I've had have been red. Because obviously I don't don't drink, so... No, they're nice. They are really nice. I've never been much of a wine drinker when I did drink, so it's like... No, they're like... They're like a soft, nice red wine. Very drinkable. You could drink a couple of bottles, put it that way. Good for food, or um, I wouldn't eat it with a curry, but drink it with a curry rather. <laughs> Savvy and blank for that. Yeah, Savvy, Savvy B, B, man. B for that. Savvy B <laughs> fixes everything. And you were saying you showed me a picture there before of another bar that's open. Just cocktails, food. Oh yeah, the Black Lab. The Black Lab. Yeah. We haven't been yet. No, we're not been. But it's supposed to be nice. You I, don't should... think, I don't think it's that new. I've never heard of it. And then you showed me photos of it. And I, I no, wouldn't I've even... passed it a load of times. And then someone was showing me pictures of the inside. And I was like, shit, it doesn't look out from the outside. But it's definitely somewhere I'm going to be trying next time I go back. I never would have put the two photos together from the outside or the inside. It's no, crazy. No, no. Neither would I. I thought it was just some calf. And you say to do food as well? Look, the food looks all right, yeah. And they'll do cocktails. So, yeah. so that's one to try. Then you've got other pubs did we go to? We didn't go to Fletcher's. Fletcher's is a good pub. Where's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it wasn't open. Jam, I pointed out here. No, it was only because we were there like <laughs> one o'clock in the day. <laughs> yeah. Now they're doing... The food's nice. Cocktails are okay. What's it's just a usual kind of pub food or... It's just like pizzas and fish and chips and... All fresh. But yeah, yeah. Like freshly made there and it's a nice bar. Definitely but... have to try that. I think when we went to the last pop we went to at Kitchen Garden, they were getting the cocktails from Fletcher's because I think the back of it backs onto it. So we got all the cocktails and they'd just go to Fletcher's and pick them up for us, which was good. What other pub did we go to that I really liked? The Station. Station, yeah. It's a good pub. That's actually turned into a bit of a Desi pub as well. Yeah, I'd seen that. Well, I'd seen the signs when we were there. But I just, um, obviously, as I always do, sitting at the table next to us, order food. So I was having a good gander at that. Like. Did they? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Little table, two fellas over there ordered the mixed grills. They looked incredible, in fairness. Oh, that's when the that's when the Jameson came out for us, though. Mm, yeah, so I don't remember much of. Things kind of went downhill on the 12 pubs uh, once we got to the station, in fairness. So that was the last pub in King's Eve, so it's good going. Yeah. Yeah, we did well. Well, there was another five or six pubs after that. Yeah. But no, the station's good. It seems to be getting done up, like, permanently. Every time I go there, it seems to be doing it up. They've got a good function room at the back. I've been to a couple of parties there. I think that's the way pubs seem to be doing it at the minute. It's, um, it's like a, I've done an interview like a couple of weeks ago with um restaurant and bar designer. 
she said that the trend now was instead of having like one big kind of makeover every two or three years, big refurb, it was to get it all done and then kind of keep on top of it. So you identify an area that looks a bit weathered or tired and then you do that little bit area and then you move on to the next one. Yeah, it, it keeps things fresh and it keeps things loved. And I think that's something that kind of, as much as I don't really rate them, Weatherspoons have always kind of done that. Well, maybe to the ones that they looked after, like Ooh, the spoons. I know the winning Kings Eve is not worth chatting about, but no, we did go there. But you got to meet somewhere, aren't you? And it's sort of the bottom of the street. Yeah. Uh, food wise, the another place I wanted to talk about was uh, a little Chinese restaurant just down the bottom. Um, it used to be by Cash Converters, but I don't think Cash Converters is there anymore. But, no. By where the big car park thing yeah, was. Yeah, by Blockbuster. Blockbuster used to be there. and <laughs> I'm naming all these places that just aren't there anymore. But no, no. If you're under 20, you're not going to know what Blockbuster You're not going to have a clue what Blockbuster is. Yeah. But yeah, it, it doesn't look like a lot from the outside. It doesn't look like the um, front sign has been changed since it opened. But yeah, the, the food, we go there, try and get there every few months. Keep yeah, it I going. haven't been. You rave about it, though. Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, I mean. I definitely want to try it. It seems to be better than a lot of the takeaways I've, I've had from Chinese. And as far as local Chinese restaurants, I mean, I don't know if it beats anything that's uptown. There's quite a few Chinese restaurants I haven't tried uptown that are meant to be brilliant. Hmm. But yeah, for a local Chinese, Saturday night, you've got nowhere else to go. You don't usually have to book. Just get yourself in there. It's really good. No, that's one to try, definitely. Yeah, that's called the Rainbow, Rainbow Cantonese. What surprises me is how many curry houses they have. And I haven't tried one of the curry houses there yet. Like, there's loads. Yeah, I've I never tried I haven't them. been to any of them in King's Eve. Mainly because there's ones I like in Mosley. So if I do get to the stage and I want a curry, I tend to just jump up to Mosley, which is probably wrong. Because I know people that have eaten at some of the curry houses there, and some of them are supposed to be great. But we'll save which ones I go through in Mosley for the Mosley podcast. <laughs> Keep people on edge. Ooh, I think we're just talking about Emily's uh, chops for about 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, Emily's lamb chops. <laughs> that'd be it then. That's all you've got to say. Emily lamb chops. Yeah, that is surprising that we've never been for a curry in King's Eve. It's no, one, yeah. Must be the only place in Birmingham we haven't been. No. You said you went to a Turkish restaurant. It's not really a restaurant. It's more of like takeaway place. They yeah. have tables in, but I don't think I'd sit in there to eat. No. But... It's just basically a kebab shop. Yeah. But a really good one, Marmaris, it's called. Yeah. Like, if we go and see our friends that live in King's Eve, like, we'll pop in there, pick up, like, the platter for four, for two. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> and then just eat that. Like, it's grapes food. Really, really good. If you like Turkish kebabs, like, that's... Yeah, I mean, we say kebabs. You know, we're not talking about the moldy things spinning in the... The window of the chip shop that have been there for like the last yeah 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 how many these weeks. are proper kebabs on skewers cooked over hot coals yeah done properly like yeah really good stuff like the platters they do and every, the breads are good and it's like proper authentic Turkish food there's another one for me to try yeah that one's definitely worth trying there's a restaurant I do want to try uh, Byzantium sort of a tapasy type place but for like more Middle Eastern style food. I think it I've comes seen up on this, a lot of yeah. lists. Yeah, it comes up on a lot of lists of places to try, and I haven't. I do know people that have been there. Do you know what it's called? Just said it. 
Oh, it's called Zam. I thought you said Bizam. it was near by Zam. Oh, that's the name of the place. I thought you said that was it was next to a place called Zantium. I was like, I don't know where Zantium oh, is. It's Byzantium. Oh no, no, it's called Byzantium. It's not, <laughs> not Byzantium. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know where Zantium is in King's Eve, but it's next to that. <laughs> no, that place is supposed to be good. I've heard good things. What kind of food you say? Middle Eastern kind of tapas, is, yeah. like meso stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good, actually. I think it's. That's on the list of places to try, along with at least one curry house they've got. Tell you what will help King's Eve out a lot is when the um, train station opens up there again. There's a train station in King's Eve? There used to be a train station in King's Eve. There used to be a line that goes through from town, through Moseley, through King's Eve. used to be the Camp Hill line. It's been in one of the news, like last year, how they're going to reopen this line. That's a good idea. That'd be great for our 12 pubs. I think it's going to link like Hereford and town. The whole line is what they're talking about. But they knocked down the stations, in, mostly in King's Eve, so they're going to have to completely rebuild. Do you know them. where they were? Or No, no. I, looked on, I was looking at Google Maps the other day, trying to figure out where they would have been. It sort of passes, in King's Eve, the line sort of goes right past sort of Highbury Park, sort yeah. of the bottom end of it. yeah. So I'm guessing it would be around there if they're going to put it anywhere. But that should be open in a couple of years. Yeah, I, did, I always wondered where the... Um, I come they never had a train line in King's Eve or Mosley. But imagine how much better the old Sister Road will be trying to drive down there. I, d- I doubt it. <laughs> it's it's got to improve something because that's the whole way down, isn't it? Yeah, it's that a train station. It's an absolute nightmare to drive through King's Eve. That should alleviate a lot of the traffic, I would have thought. All the um, street food places pop up. I'll go there a lot. I don't know what's going on with that, because I know it was all organised by one person, and I think they had a bit of a dispute a few years ago. And... Did they? Yeah. So I think they sort of Dick Buff Dining. They've... All the good places are there now. That's the thing. Did you see Dick Buff Dining's actually open now um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is it, I extended it now. Mm-hmm. I want to go on one of the days they do the Sunday lunches specials. Sunday, I'd imagine. Yeah. No, I want to go on one of them, is what I'm saying. They don't do them every Sunday. They're doing now, that's what I'm saying. Oh, they're doing them every yeah, Sunday? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was like an odd one-off. On no, I think they're doing every Sunday now. Oh, right. Oh, that'd be good to We'll try. see. I've either mugged myself off or you off. You've mugged someone. <laughs> well, well, well no, if you've mugged it. me off, it'll be in the podcast. If you mugged you off, no one will hear this bit, so it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> Yeah, so basically, if you've not been to King's Eve in a while, it might be worth um, going up, having a little look around, trying these places. Plenty of pubs, street food over summer, good restaurants, good brunch. Great brunch. Brunch dessert. Good wine bar. It's got got loads going for it. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely recommend it to everyone. You can have a full day out drinking and eating in King's Eve, no problem. What else do you want? I think it's dinner time. It is. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Adios. Well, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you all enjoyed that. Remember, we have a little blog uh, where we put up all the show notes and we did little write-ups about some of the restaurants we like and we put little articles and bits and pieces like that. It's our website. It's at breakingbreadpodcastuk.blog. Also, check out our uh, Instagram. We have a load of good pictures up of all the food we love to eat. And on the other occasion, we cook at home. We stick some of them pictures up as well. Um, Links to all of our social media and everyone else's social media who we interview and their websites can all be found on the show notes. 
If you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It really, really does help. More importantly, if you do like the podcast, be sure to tell a friend. If you tell just one person, then it helps get the word around. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Until next time, take care.